Welcome to SoShop.org, S-O-C-U-P.org, helping social entrepreneurs up their game. And now here's your host, J.P. Katz. Okay, we're here with Josh Wolovich, the co-founder of Ideometry, a full-service ad agency here in Boston. It's a pleasure to have you on the show today, Josh. Thanks for having me. Um, in terms of finding the, the, your, your target market, um, a lot of our listeners are working with people in their, you know, their college campuses or in their 20s and 30s. Um, starting with campus, where, are, where do you think the campus, uh, the students in the campus demographic um, are hanging out? Where, is, where, where can we find them, so to speak? If we wanted to put content out there, where would we put it? How would we reach them? Sure. So in short, the answer is that they're in many different places at many different times of the day. And that makes our job as marketers much more difficult because if we want to talk to them, we have to talk to them in this segmented sort of marketing world. More specifically, you hear a lot of sort of uh, chatter about how young kids aren't on Facebook anymore and they're moving to other platforms. That's not necessarily true. They're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, they're on Snapchat, they're on LinkedIn. They're using all these different sort of, you know, on Twitter, they're using all these different social media platforms to express themselves and to interact and connect in different ways. So, um, you know, certainly, you know, those are the big five or six that are out there. It, the question you really have to ask is what is your, what is your goal? So the trend that I see um, on college campuses and, and young professionals in terms of using Facebook is they're using that um, less so to express themselves and more to aggregate news stories. So people are following the New York Times or Mashable or other sort of uh, uh, companies or, or brands or publications that they like, and they're using their news feed as sort of a, a, uh, a master feed for all things that are interesting in addition to you know their friends and family and seeing what's going on there. Mm -hmm. For Twitter, people are using that as a more sort of uh, underground form of, of expression. So when you post something on Twitter, it's very ephemeral. So you post something, you know, you're angry, you're upset, or you, you have a nice meal, and you put it out there and it's gone two seconds later. Um, people are also using that in a very conversational way to have sort of text message-like chats, uh, but also in the public eye. Um, on Instagram, you know, a lot of people have migrated away from Facebook to Instagram for the reason being that there are less brands and less publishers there. So it's not saturated with people trying to sell you stuff, and it's more people organically sharing their lives through the medium of, uh, of visuals, photos, or 15-second videos. Um, and Snapchat, which seems to be sort of the next sort of place where people are hanging out and you know spending a lot of their time, is a place where people go to sort of you know consume uh, real-life snippets of people's everyday life and share those snippets. Um, so I guess that's sort of a breakdown of at least those four social networks. Great, beautiful. Um, what advice would you have for a small startup that's looking to increase its social presence? So, so what do you mean by social presence? Is you know, trying to get more people to understand what their mission is, trying to get people to sign up for events, trying to get people to buy stuff. Or what, do, what do you mean? This is the concept of fool's gold that that number of likes and views is fool's gold to a certain extent. You know, sure. people for a while were just shooting to get a lot of people to view their content, share their content, and there is an upshot of you know brand recognition. And whatnot, but um, I think for in, in, you know, you know, if you could talk about the contrast between what it used to be, we would just want to get as many likes and, and and shares as we can to how to convert those views into you know ABC whatever the benchmark would be. Sure. So I mean, likes are not leads. So like you said, people tried to game the system and get like a million likes so they could point and say, look, we're doing a good job of marketing. We have a million people that like our page, but really. As marketers, what we're most interested in is action. So if that action for you is an event registration, well then having a certain amount of people follow your social channels 
um, may lead to an increase or, or more engagement that could lead to more event registration. So I think it's all in the context, framing sort of uh, what small startups should do based on what they're looking to accomplish. Um, one of the first places to start is to understand who the target market is that you're going after and where they hang out the most, whether that's on Facebook, whether it's on Twitter, on Instagram, all three of them. Is there a resource you recommend to our listeners? So the best resource, there, there's a couple different resources. One is to ask those people, whoever your target market is, sit down with them and, and sort of pick their brains. That's sort of a more anecdotal approach to, you know, where do they hang out. The second thing that you can do is you can sign up for the advertising accounts for Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. So you can go into the back-end advertising system of Facebook, for example, and say you work a college campus. You can look up how many people are on Facebook from that college, from this age range, from you know involved in these social groups. So you can sort of you know begin to quantify in a in a precise number how many of those potential people are out there, and that's going to give you a good good uh, sort of starting point to to build your goals off of. If there's a, you know two thousand people that fit that criteria, okay, how many times do you get need to get in front of those two thousand people? to get 50 people to your event. Mm -hmm. And now you can start building these equations and building these marketing uh, sort of, um, you know, strategies to, you know, now that you have that this sort of new understanding of who's out there and where they are. And where can you access this back end of the, of the Facebook? I mean, very, very simply, if you just Google, you know, Facebook advertising system or Twitter advertising system, if you go to business.facebook.com or ads.twitter.com or ads.linkedin.com, all these advertising systems, you can log in, it's a free account, you may have to put in a credit card, but you don't necessarily have to actually use it to look at the system. But I do recommend for everybody, if they aren't familiar with it, to take $50 and, and test an experiment and see what it's like to actually use those advertising systems because they can be very powerful. Great. Are there any other tools that you would recommend to, to keep people engaged in coming to the website, et cetera, et cetera? Sure. So there's one concept in marketing that, that a lot of people overlook, and that is, if you have a campaign, and that campaign involves them going to your website or a microsite, right? And on that microsite, you want them to sign up for an event, or you want them to buy a t-shirt, or you want them to share their thoughts, right? So the most expensive or the hardest part of any campaign is getting them to come to that website. Now, you have to understand that not everybody that comes to that website is going to want to do that action that you've set out for them to do, you know, sign up for the event, etc. So after they come to the website and they do not convert, they're going to leave. So, you know, you can use uh, remarketing platforms like AdRoll if you go to AdRoll.com and you can basically tag everybody that comes to your website. And when they leave, if they don't convert, you can follow them around on the web. So basically, if they go back on Facebook, if they go to ESPN.com, if they go to Boston.com, you're going to show up in a banner ad or in a newsfeed ad and you're going to remind them, hey, you know, thanks for checking out our, out our site, but did you know there's also this, you know, X, Y, and Z going on as well? Come back, check it out, and, and, and maybe sign up for the event. So... Um, you know, to keep your marketing dollars, to get the most out of your marketing dollars, uh, I certainly would suggest uh, tactics like remarketing ads and, and you know, ad rolls, uh, one, one of the platforms that exist to help you do that, in addition to Nanigans and a bunch of others that exist. So remarketing, ad roll, and Nanigans? The uh, remarketing is, is, is the form of following people around. But it's not a website, it's an actual, it's yeah, a yeah. So, so ad roll would be the website. Ad roll is just a, a service provider that our agency uses them in some instances um, to, to ensure that our clients, when they're you know, when that qualified piece of traffic comes to their landing page, if they don't convert, we are going to uh, remind them later on, maybe five days later, one month later, et cetera, to come back and, and reassess whether or not they do want to convert. Great. I'm glad you actually brought that up because I, I found that, that um, you know, I've always wondered why is it that once I click on a website, I always end up getting bombarded with advertisements from that particular product or, or service. Right. And, yeah, and they probably subscribe to AdRoll. 
And therefore, once I clicked on it, now there's a cookie on my machine and they're, and they're tracking me and every time I'm on Facebook, they're putting it in front of me. Sure, so, and there's tasteful ways to do that and there's distasteful ways to do that. Sometimes you'll see a company following around for six months and, and maybe you already bought the product or maybe, um, you know, you just really aren't interested. So, you know, in all these sort of marketing uh, tactics, there's sensitivities and strategies that you need to keep in mind when you're you know, applying. Yeah, that's very interesting. Also, I just, I just wanted to add that for a smaller nonprofit, for a smaller organization, it may make more sense to look for the immediate uh, click, in other words, to get people to click on the website and then use AdRoll as your primary advertising source because you're not really you know, targeting a very super large population potentially, maybe you're on a local level. Sure. And therefore, to use AdRoll as your primary way to advertise on Facebook and Google and wherever might be a more sensible spending of the dollar. Yeah, so these remarketing platforms like AdRoll are extremely cost efficient. Um, you know, on LinkedIn, uh, to get a qualified piece of traffic to go to your website, that could cost anywhere from 5 to $15. So on AdRoll, to get them to come back after you've spent, you know, $10 on them can only cost, can, can cost sometimes a fraction of a cent. Got it. Um, so it's certainly a, a, a great way to make your marketing dollars wow. go further. Josh, thank you so much. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. Uh, just a final question here. Um, what are the must-dos today for in regards to, um, you know, is it Facebook, YouTube, Google+, Twitter? What would you say if we only had enough time to invest in three platforms for the 18 to, say, 30 uh, market? So, I mean, it really is contingent upon who your target is and what they're going after. But generally speaking, if we're talking about sort of the college campus, the young professional environment, um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and, and LinkedIn are good places to start. It's a good cross-section between uh, sort of where people are already hanging out on Facebook, having those personalized conversations on Twitter, and then sort of that more professional approach where people are, are hanging out on LinkedIn. Awesome. Josh Wolovich from Ideometry. Josh, thank you for joining us and being with us today. It's been really a pleasure, as always, and we appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Soshop.org. S-O-C-U-P.org. Helping social entrepreneurs up their game.